Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. Welcome to episode 368, EPCC by 2028. Over the last five or six months, you would have known how against EPCC 2025 I was, purely from uh, a position of I produce energy performance certificates as uh, part of my day job as such, and knowing how the system set up and the algorithms in the background, and then all of this energy transition that we're going through and that a lot of the West is going through, and all, all the nonsense that's been going on macroeconomically, you would have known that I've been dead against the idea of having EPC ratings of C forced upon landlords, especially by 2025. And the reasons for that are things that I've just said, but also the nature of the housing stock that we have here in the UK, uh, the cost of bringing homes up to uh, modern day standards is quite difficult given that some of them might involve planning, conservation areas, all of that sort of stuff. So when the Tory graph came out with an article that said that the government are considering moving this back to 2028, that was like a little bit of music to my ears and also hence this episode of updating you to say, hey, it's very unlikely now to be 2025. Chances are it's going to be 2028. Now, I'm not saying that this is a massive victory for all landlords out there. I still think that having this rammed down our throats is not a good thing. And the fact that it's going to take decades and decades for this energy transition to happen. That's if it happens at all. Uh, people will wake up to oil, gas and nuclear being the most prudent options uh, and they will likely be the more prudent options in the long term. However, I'm not going to get on my energy high horse in this episode. So the purpose of this episode is to say EPCC, so i.e. you've got to have a C rating on your energy performance certificate by 2028 in order to be able to successfully let them let your properties out to tenants. That's a proposal at the moment. If you don't meet that rating by 2028, then the under the propositions, uh, sorry, the proposals at the moment, landlords can be fined up to £30,000, which is obviously not good. Now, this doesn't solve all the issues purely because over the last 12 to 24 months, because of the various squeezes that landlords have faced, a lot of landlords have been selling up. And of course, this puts more demand and more pressure onto the rented sector. So by pushing EPCC back by three years, that might alleviate some of that pressure. But ultimately, it's probably not going to alleviate the pressure that much because on the same proposal, if you are not able to get your property up to a C rating, because some of them, again, with the algorithms at the moment, it's just not possible because your home might only have a, a maximum rating of a D for various reasons. There's a proposal for a cap to be put in place for landlords to be able to spend, I believe it's up to £10,000. And once they've spent £10,000 on, a property and they've done what they can 
then that's going to be good enough as well, supposedly. I'm sure all of this is going to change over time. Now, that might alleviate a little bit of pressure, but if we're looking at the cold, hard economics of things, it's still quite a challenging market to be in. If you're sat there as a landlord and you have 10 properties and they're all, let's just say they're all quite poorly rated uh, EPC-wise, but you have the ability to bring them up to scratch, the question then becomes, are you going to do that? Now, you don't have to do that, but would you want to do that? Because if you are investing £10,000 into a property to bring it up to regulations, then how do you get that £10,000 back? How do you get that return on investment? Are you going to increase that rent by £10,000? Very unlikely in the short term. In the ridiculously long run, yeah, you might make an extra ten thousand pounds, but you know you're not going to be putting your rent up by a thousand pound a month in order to offset that. So, from a landlord point of view, you're still going to be looking at it from a pure investment mechanism. If I put an X amount on into my property, uh, am I going to get a return on that? Secondly. Let's just say you've got 10 properties, your, your ratings are bad, and you've, you've now got to spend £10,000 per property, and you've got 10 properties. That's £100,000 you've got to find. You're not exactly going to find that down the back of a sofa. Quite a lot of landlords won't have that, what we like to call MO account, monthly operating expenses account. They're unlikely to have £100,000 in there. And even if they are, again, the question is going to come down to, are they going to want to use that £100,000 to reinvest into the portfolio when they might not live to see that return? The other thing we're not able to bank on necessarily is the level of inflation. So if you've got a capital strategy, you might allow inflation to increase the prices of your homes. Uh, again, that normally takes a very, very long time. The point being, if you've got to spend £10,000 per property, you've got 10 properties, that's £100,000. If you don't have that sat in your bank, then what are you going to do? Probably sell up. If you do have it sat in your bank, then you've got to look on the return on investment. Uh, what's that going to be? I could bet you now that that's going to be very, very minimal. You'd be better off buying gold with £100,000 possibly or doing other things outside property. So whilst I welcome these, this pushback a little bit, it's probably not good enough. But then you're probably asking the question saying, Rob, you've turned into one of these people that is just barking at everything and not coming up with solutions. But that's a very good point well made. And I'll take that on the chin. What, what is the solution? I would say, look at the algorithms behind the software and go from there. I would also say building as much new housing as possible would help, but then that's a whole different argument with planning and other legislations. I do think we need to work on this together. There needs to be a bit of a lot of give and take, but I think people also forget that being a landlord is is not necessarily is not necessarily a charitable thing per se. That landlords do look at this from a business point of view. 
landlords out here to make to run a business to make cash there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing even wrong with admitting that and so they will look at things from an investment point of view and if you're asking again we'll go back to the example if you're asking people to spend ten thousand pounds per property and they've got 10 property portfolio that's a hundred thousand pounds chances are those people either are not going to have that cash available or even if they are they might be able to do better things with that cash in the first place so there's a lot to bear in mind here but the premise of this episode was to say that epcc by 2025 that has now been proposed to be pushed back to 2028 i'm sure that there's going to be a lot of stuff being worked on in the background if you've already started to make plans for your portfolio for 2025 good on you we've started doing the same uh, just carry on and do that because if you can if you can lock in those c ratings sooner rather than later that would probably be quite advantageous especially as an epc is valid for 10 years once it is done so there we are uh, happy bank holidays do stay in touch with us. The uh, reason I say that is some massive changes coming up to the podcast, the branding, all these sorts of things. So you want to keep up to date with us on this podcast, also our social medias as well. And I'll put a link to the article into the show notes. Have a good bank holiday and hasta luego. Mm-hmm.